there's nothing wrong with being scared because courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is acting in spite of fear. In fact, you need fear to be courageous. You can't have courage without fear. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk Podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content every day that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. I want to show you guys the 10 books I believe all men should read in their 20s if they want to become successful, if they want to accomplish things, if they have like big dreams and aspirations that they would like to see come to fruition. These are the top 10 books, in my opinion, that will help facilitate those dreams for you. You may be thinking, hey, why should I listen to this guy in a fucking TikTok on the Internet? Well, over the last few years, I've built several multi eight figure businesses. Y'all know my story, Southside Chicago, when my father blew his brains out. I had to start working four jobs, grinding, working for moving companies, working security, personal training. And I brought myself out of that struggle and that pit of despair with hard work. And these books were the foundation of the knowledge and the mindset needed to accomplish that. I went on to coach and mentor hundreds of entrepreneurs who have built million dollar businesses and thousands who have been able to build businesses that they work on full time. Now they've been able to quit their job and work on their business full time. They may not be billionaires, but they're doing really well for themselves above average incomes. And these books actually built a foundation of that work ethic and the knowledge I used to accomplish all of that. And I want to share those with you. One book I feel like every man should read. It's not the Bible. <laughs> it looks like the Bible, but it's like the Bible to me. This is a copy that was given to me by a friend a long time ago because she knew how much I enjoyed this book. She knew how much it meant to me. This is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. A lot of times people will think that in order to make friends or to be influential, you need to do things that are impressive. You'll see people, you know, thinking this is all about the jewelry or their image or their possessions or their accomplishments. Sometimes you'll meet these people and they'll lead with that, tell you how fly they are or how much they accomplished. I mean, to be fair, I did start this off like that. <laughs> but I mean, when you meet people in person, what Dale Carnegie taught me is you actually want to do the opposite. If you want people to like you more, show interest in them. Once I learned the teachings in this book, it actually helped me, first of all, in sales. So in, in the sales context, you don't want to be the person who's like trying to sell them, trying to convince them that your product or service is the best. You want to ask them questions about themselves, about what their needs are, what problems they're trying to solve and how those problems are affecting them. And then what I like to do is I like to tell them how my product or service, whatever I'm selling, has helped people like them with their same problems accomplish the same goals they're trying to accomplish. And that's how I write all my sales scripts for myself, my students, my team. I've been able to build, you know, a multi seven figure businesses that all runs on the back of sales teams. And those sales teams use the scripts. This was the foundation of all the sales scripts. 
one of my really good friends, he's like a dating coach, like Hitch, right? He teaches guys how to meet girls, pick up girls. And he said that this is the best pickup book ever. Because when you're talking to a girl, it's more impressive if you're interested in her instead of talking about your job or all your shit. That shit should speak for itself. But if you show interest in her, she'll like you more. Or just human beings. When you meet somebody, show interest in them instead of trying to show off. Show interest in them, ask them questions about themselves and be like super interested. Let them talk, let them expand. And this book goes into way more detail on that. How to Win Friends Influence People. Probably the first book that really changed my life. The next book you want to read is Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. It's definitely life-changing. It's probably the book I've given away to people most. And 100% of the people who I've given this book away to said it had a tremendous impact on. To be clear, do not buy the audiobook. The audiobook is straight up trash. I don't know what they were doing there. Stay away, far away from the audiobook. You got to get the real book. It's, it's super thick, pause. So it's it can be intimidating. But if you read it, it'll have a huge impact on your life. And my main takeaway from Awakening the Giant Within was what Tony called state control. And when he says state is being able to control your emotional state, being able to control your emotions, having control over your emotions instead of letting the outside world control your emotions. So before I read this book, I just thought shit happens and you had an emotional response and that was just what it was. I did, I never even considered the fact that you can actually control your own emotions regardless of the circumstances. But when I read that book, Tony teaches a lot of techniques and strategies on how you can train yourself to feel whatever emotion you want, regardless of the circumstances, within reason. Obviously, somebody fucking dies, you get your arm chopped off or something, you're probably going to feel bad about that, right? But it's not about if you feel bad. It's like, how long do you feel bad about it? Can you take control of your emotions as opposed to letting the world control your emotion? And that's what everybody else does. They let their circumstances, they let other people, they let situations control their emotions. But if you can control yours, that's so much power. People always say, man, I just want to be happy. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I don't care about money. I just want to be happy. You know, you could just be happy now, right? Happiness is an emotion. So if you learn to control it, you don't have to make money to be happy. You can be happy and make money. That's what I do. And it's dope. For example, I've been in some pretty bad situations and I was able to control my emotions when a lot of people couldn't. For example, I, I've been arrested a few times. I've never been convicted of a crime. Every time I was apprehended by the authorities, it was a miscarriage of justice and I was exonerated on all charges. But I remember being in the cell, cracking jokes, laughing, chilling. You know what I'm saying? It, and it's only because I learned how to control my emotions and how that works in a sales context is if you want to be good at sales, the number one thing you need is to be able to control your emotions. Because if you, once you can control your emotions, then you can have an impact on other people's emotions in sales, but also just in life. You ever seen somebody walk in a room and they're all pissed and they change the whole mood of the room? Everybody else's mood changed? Or the opposite is true. When like a fucking happy child or a puppy walk, runs in a room, everybody lights up. You can choose to be that person that changes the mood everywhere you go. And then what happens? You become what? Magnetic. People want to attach themselves to you, whatever movement you have going on. So if you're wondering why people don't support you or maybe people you can't get people to follow you or you can't grow your following online, it's because you're not magnetic. You become magnetic when you have what people want. Sometimes they don't want money. Sometimes they don't even want the things you have. Sometimes they just want that feeling. You know what I'm saying? That like, damn, they want they want that energy you can give them. But if you can't control your emotions, then you won't even have that to give. Awaken the giant within. 
it'll de- definitely put you on the right path to controlling emotions and then being able to influence the emotions of people around you. That's when it becomes a superpower. The next one we're going for is Relentless by Tim Grover. And I don't have my physical copy, but I, I see when I, when, I, when I bought this, December 31st, 2015. This book changed my life in so many ways to the point where I actually got it tattooed on my arm. Yeah. So prior to reading this book, I used to always hear things from my friends, families, people close to me. Brandon, you work too hard, man. You need to relax. You're going too hard. You're doing too much. You need to enjoy life. And I thought, damn, damn, maybe something's like wrong with me. And I would like take my foot off the gas. Like maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm, I'm tripping. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Then I read Relentless by Tim Grover. Tim Grover was the trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, countless others, champions. And this book is not about training. It's about mindset. And once I read that book, I kind of realized, oh, shit. Being obsessive about victory, being obsessive about my goal, not only is it okay, it's what's required to hit the kind of goals I want to hit. Like if you just want to be a regular dude doing regular shit until you die, then you know this book is not for you, man. You don't, you don't need to read nothing to do that. But if you want to be elite, if you want to accomplish things that the majority of the population cannot do, this book is going to definitely help you uh, get on the right path. So after I read it, I was like, it gave me permission to put my foot all the way on the gas, to turn the fucking intensity knob to 11, rip the knob off and and never look back. I just felt vindicated and I felt free to just go super, super hard. And then I started making way more money than I ever did because I had nothing hold me back. Like all my friends and family, oh, you motherfuckers are just wrong. (laughs) You're just wrong. And that made itself a lot more evident as time passed, <laughs> fucking lapping these niggas, you know what I'm saying? And I realized this whole enjoying life thing, when they were talking about enjoying life, they were talking about escapism. They were talking about hedonism. They were talking about, you know, going out, vacations, getting high, doing drugs, fucking random people, all this other shit, all the hedonism, vices for the most part. That's the only way they could enjoy life. Because they hated their fucking jobs. They hated what they did. So they had to escape from that reality. What they didn't understand is that some people, people like me, we enjoy life by pushing ourselves. Seeing how fucking much we can accomplish. Seeing what we're made of. Trying to fulfill our potential. That's the way we enjoy life. And they just couldn't relate to it. And they didn't need to. They didn't need to, man. We need regular people to do regular shit. Listen, somebody got to drive the Ubers. Somebody got to fucking... Spell my name wrong at Starbucks, man. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not. If it's not, Relentless, Tim Grover. It has such an impact on me that I fucking tattooed it on my arm. So every time somebody's saying, yeah, you work too much, you need to relax. I just like, this bitch don't know nothing about victory. (laughs) This hoe don't know nothing about success. (laughs) Next book, Courage by Osho. Osho was like an Indian philosopher, spiritual guru motherfucker. He also had, no bullshit, 93 Rolls Royces. He was working on getting 365 so he could drive a different Rolls Royce every day. And I was like, mm, if I got to follow one of these, <laughs> this, if there's a spiritual guru who I identify with, it's the fucking balling ass one. Osho was a G. This book is my favorite by him. I read a number of them. But with this book, he talks about courage. 
And the reason I think that would be so important for most of you guys is because the majority of you are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bitches. Hoes. <laughs> you motherfucking scared and shit. Like, you motherfuckers be scared of everything. Like, I, I hear so, oh, I'm scared to do this. What if it doesn't work? What if this happens? What if, you know, you're scared to talk to a girl. What if she doesn't like me? What if this, what do people think? Oh, I help people build their online fitness businesses. And sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I'm just worried to post, man. What if I post this? Or what if I do this? I'm gonna come up like, you motherfuckers are scared of everything. Fucking hoes. And here's the thing. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with being scared because courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is acting in spite of fear. In fact, you need fear to be courageous. You can't have courage without fear. If you're not scared, you just do it. Let's say someone like Michael Phelps, he has to swim from here to South Beach. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how swimming works, <laughs> but I, I think that's something Michael Phelps can do. Let's just say he, he's one of the best swimmers ever. It wouldn't even take like courage for him to do it. He just, oh yeah. I fucking do this shit. Yeah, no problem, man. I just go over there. If I do it, it actually takes courage. I can swim, but not like well. So like if for me, it's like, oh, fuck. <sighs> All right, let's go, you know? But Michael Phelps doesn't take courage because he has skill. I hear you say, yo, man, I just all this fear stopping you. How do I get past this fear or how do I get rid of this fear? You don't. You don't even need to. You just need to not be a bitch. You need to be courageous. In fact, I think that that's more noble. This is not about getting rid of fear. It's about embracing it and looking at it as the challenge and knowing that it's more noble to face the fear as opposed to shrinking from it. How do you become more courageous? You do it. It's like a muscle. Anytime you do anything, you build what's called a neural pathway in your brain and you could actually see it. And the more you do the same thing, the deeper that neural pathway goes. So it becomes easier for you to do that thing over and over again. This is how like when you see a fucking baby learning to walk, baby's strong enough to walk, but it doesn't have the motor skills because it hasn't done it. So the first few times it's falling all over the place, like fucking falls a million times, embarrassing everybody, tripping and shit, making a fool of himself, right? But then he starts to get it. Oh shit, damn, I gotta put this one, all right, I balance on this leg and then put the other leg in front and put it down. And he starts to get it with repetition. And then next thing you know, this motherfucker's running all around, doing other shit at the same time, throwing shit, everything. He didn't have to develop the strength. He had to build the neural pathways where he learned the motor skills involved. I digress. Courage is the same thing. So every time you come up against something that you're scared to do, face it. And it will get easier to do that each time until that becomes your default response. Oh, I'm scared of that. All right, let's go. All right, you do it anyway. And that's how you become not fearless, but more courageous. I hope, I hope this is making sense. Now, what you also need to understand is the opposite is true. Every time you come up against something you fear and you don't do it, you, you, you cower, you build a neural pathways of, of a bitch and these bitch neural pathways get stronger, stronger and stronger. Every time it becomes easier for you to be a bitch. Next time you're faced with uh, a situation where you need to become courageous and you cower, you become a bitch. You built these bitch neural pathways so they get so strong that being a bitch is your default response. And that's what a lot of you motherfuckers call life, a series of bitch responses to circumstances. <laughs> and uh, you're to blame for that. However, it's not too late. This book will set you on the right path, my friend. 
Courage by Osho. The man had 93 Rolls Royces. We should take what he says into it and count. Next book we got is The 48 Laws of Power by the homie Robert Green. Y'all know I'm a big fan of Robert. I've interviewed him before. Every time he writes a new book, he sends me an autographed copy. This is the version of power you should get because Robert's my man. That's my dog. But, uh, you know, Rob's books are a little long-winded, especially for you dummies. I know you're not going to sit through a, a, a book of that size. This is like the Cliff Notes, the condensed version. I put the link to this version in the description this gets to the fucking point help you get a lot of leverage it's almost like the opposite of how to win friends and influence people but it's good to have this knowledge as well I, I tell you how much i like this book i only do this on a few books but i made flashcards for each of the 48 laws of powers so i can memorize them <laughs> you know what i'm saying this book is super insightful in life and i've talked about this book before in other videos maybe we'll post those somewhere around here too but this book is super powerful get the condensed version Unless you like a fucking trillion stories <laughs> to prove a point. Me, I don't like that shit. I just, yo, just give me the facts. This is like way better. It's super thin, pocket size. You can get through it in a few reads. And uh, it's information you got to have. The next book is Principles by Ray Dalio. Again, I lost my physical copy. However, I do have this other version of it. Don't get this version. It's like a comic book. I think this is for children. But I bought this. You know, my son's too, he's too young to read it now. Once he gets a little older, I'm going to go through this one with him. So I'm just, I just got this on ice for my son. But you should get the fucking man version of it, not the comic book. Ray Dalio has a net worth of $19 billion. Billion with a B. He started and was the, the chief investor of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Capital. And I read a, a bunch of books by Ray. You know what I'm saying? Ray, Ray, Ray's the man. If I had to sum it up, it's kind of two parts. One is the principles that Ray uses to make decisions throughout life. And a lot of it was based off a lot of big mistakes. He had big public mistakes, mistakes that cost him billions of dollars. But he learned from those mistakes. He documented the principles that he learned from it. Next time he encountered those similar situations, he had almost like a manual that he wrote for himself and for his company on how to handle these situations. So now when these things come, he knows how to deal with it. And this is how he built the world's largest hedge fund and a net worth of just under $20 billion. The second part of the book is about how you can create your own principles for your own life, almost making like a, a SOP or a manual for yourself. Because typically we keep running into similar situations throughout our life. And if you don't learn from them, then they'll keep knocking you off track and knocking you down. But if you learn from them, you know how to maneuver in those situations, then that's how you succeed. If you keep running into these things that slow you down, stop you, prevent you from hitting your goals, then how do you ever hit them? If you can recognize the patterns and have a strategy for when these things happen, then you'll know exactly what to do in those situations. And then you'll advance a lot quicker. I'm not doing the fucking best job <laughs> explaining this book. You should fucking read it. it. It had a huge, tremendous impact on me in my life. Next book, Way of the Superior Man. This is by David Diego. And it, it, it would be difficult for me to put this into words, but this is a book that's really going to help you understand and maneuver in relationships, especially as they pertain to dealing with women. And it's not like some pickup shit. It's not like some other shit. It's about how to handle those situations like a G. How to handle it like a G and stay on your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's difficult for me to put this in words. I'm going to be honest with you. I think you should all read it, especially if you have 
any fucking women problems in your life, even if you don't have women problems, or if you don't have relationship problems, if you read this book, it will help you navigate your relationships a lot better. It's a book that I turn to every time I feel like a relationship that I'm in is moving into turmoil. It's a really good book. Really, really solid book. Because remember, there's four areas of life. There's your health. There's money. There's romantic relationships. And then there's like family. Those are the main four quadrants. And if any one of those is like fucked up, it's going to slow your progress. You have to make sure all of them are strong. And that's the only book that I really recommend on strengthening that quadrant. Then this is a book that's near and dear to my heart. I read this book once a month. I either read it or listen to the audiobook once a month. Swear to God, every month. I was actually reluctant to tell people that I read this once a month because I didn't want the ops <laughs> to, to hear that and get, you know, saying start getting the same jewels I, I've been getting. I, I thought it was like my strategic advantage. But these motherfuckers is lazy and they can't really compete with me. And just because you like read the Bible don't mean you're competing with Jesus, right? So I use that word compete very loosely. This book is called Influence by Robert Chaldean. I'm telling you, if you are in business or you run a business or you want to run a business, you should read this book or listen to the audio once a month. It's not a book you're going to read once and understand it. I swear to God, every time I read it, I understand it better, you know, or, or I, I get something out of it that I, that I, I missed the first 100 times. <laughs> like this is a book this should be read over and 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 over again. It'd be difficult for me to overstate how much this book has impacted my success as an entrepreneur. It's like the manual for marketing, sales, and influence, right? It helped me build my social media, build my businesses, the marketing campaigns we do. I'm nothing <laughs> without this. Without this book, I'm you. If you don't read this often, at least a few times a year, You'll be putting yourself at a strategic disadvantage. You can't make money. People have to give it to you and you have to convince them to give it to you. So even if your product is really good, even if it's the shit, if you don't know how to influence people, nobody would know how good your shit is. On the flip side, if your product's bad and you do know how to influence people and people do buy it, well, then you'll just show a lot of people how fucking much you suck. So I'm assuming you have a good product or service. <laughs> read it, memorize it, read it over and over again. I can't stress it enough. Deep Work by Cal Newport. When I read this book, my income started to skyrocket. This book like, just really changed things for me. It just changed things for me. You know, The premise of this book is the way most people work is kind of bullshit. They're kind of distracted all day. They're trying to do multiple things at once. They're multitasking. But the real power comes, the real power comes is when you can cut off distractions and really focus on one project. And the longer you can do that, the more you can accomplish and, and the bigger tasks you can take on. So when I'm building my business, like, especially in the beginning, when I first started, I had to actually build the websites. I was fucking doing HTML and shit. I was writing the, the ad copy. I was building the funnels and, and making the products. That kind of knowledge work, you have to be like super focused. You can't do that shit with the TV on <laughs> and hella distracted. You gotta be super focused. And this book goes into detail how you can accomplish it. And the beauty of that is once you can access that level of deep work, you can get more done in less time. And if you do that, then you have more time to either work more to make more money or you spend that time with your friends, family, loved ones. You get more done in less time. 
I promise you, you read this book and apply it, you accomplish way more in a year than most people can accomplish in five. That is not exaggeration. My last book, I don't have a physical copy because I read it when I was actually 19 and it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. The main premise of this book is kind of how I structured my financial life. And once I learned this, it really changed things. So Kiyosaki said that regular people, what they do is they work for income, right? Boom. And then they make some money and then they spend that money obviously on their, their basic needs, but then they spend the rest on like luxuries. So this is what they spend to go on vacations or this is what they use to buy their car. Or if you're from the hood, this is what you use to fucking buy your Gucci belt and shit. And the problem is that kind of keeps you broke. It's, it's difficult to advance with that structure. But what he said, he had two dads, like a rich dad and, his poor, and a poor dad. And his poor dad did that. His rich dad, he worked for money, but he spent that money on assets. Boom. And then those assets paid for luxuries. But the beauty of the assets is the assets keep making money without work. They keep making money without additional work. So you'll see this. Sometimes you'll see somebody with their own business even. And they're still doing this because even if you have your own business, yeah, you're working for yourself. You're working for yourself, but it's still work. And a lot of times these business, especially if you're somebody like a, if you're a barber or even a doctor, right? Unless you have your own practice. If you're a doctor and you're not fucking operating on people, you don't get money, right? You still have to work for the income. You just may make more. If you st ever stop working for that income, the fucking income stops. But if you put the money into an asset that pumps out money on its own, this can be dividends from, from a stock portfolio, right? That just makes money no matter what you do. This could be uh, real estate. If you own some real estate you and you have somebody else managing it, you use the rent to pay the mortgage and pay off the property manager and whatever you have left, you use to pay for your luxuries, right? That, that will keep making money for you indefinitely. And his rich dad kept doing this, kept getting more assets, kept investing in assets, kept investing in assets. The assets grew, income grew. And then, but here's the thing, the income would keep growing to the point where he didn't have to work anymore and he was still bawling hard on his poor dad to the point where this guy wrote a whole book praising his rich dad and basically clowning his biological dad <laughs> and it became a bestseller because when this motherfucker stopped working, the money stopped. This motherfucker stopped working, the money keeps going indefinitely. That's really what you want to really come up. Uh, I go into way more in depth on that in the baller mindset course where I really took it to the next level and explained it in a different way than Robert with more step-by-step -step instructions. And it's free, hundred percent free, no charge or anything, but read the book too. Like this book, a lot of those philosophies were based off this. Those are the top 10 books. I think every man should read in their twenties. If you read them and apply the information in there, there's no doubt in my mind that by the time you're in your thirties, you'll be balling super hard. And if you ain't in your thirties, well, you need to fucking read those as soon as possible. What are you doing? Why are you watch, still watching YouTube videos, man? Like fucking read this shit. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be my age and fucking broke. You know what I'm saying? I'm 40, but I read this shit in my late teens and twenties. Look at me, man. That's, that's, do I need to convince you anymore? Do I need to convince you anymore? <laughs> read the books. Links are in the description. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, Thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you 
make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there right if you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die that's cool i'm sure you got redeeming qualities the victory unit discord you won't find a lot of value for you now if you're a guy who's hell bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals you fucking need to join the victory unit discord you need to stop whatever you're doing whatever it is it's not more important than joining the victory unit discord right now i don't care if you're holding a baby you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down, walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now. Right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well. All right? Holla at y'all. Peace.